Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health, creation, and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. I'm the founder of the Vibrant Life Coach Academy and my monthly mentoring membership, Becoming. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 47. Be impeccable with your word. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. So good to connect with you. I know you could be doing a thousand different things and you're here listening to this. So I want to just express my gratitude for that. I'm so grateful for you. I love to connect with you. I love to hear back about if these podcasts are helpful to you. And thank you so much. I just really, really appreciate it. So I'm excited to share with you today. And my topic is be impeccable with your word. Now, I just returned back from a business retreat training and it was in Hawaii because I do retreats in Hawaii and I have a mentor there that um, also has done that for years and I was learning from her. And as I went, I looked around to see what book or books I should put in my backpack for my flight over. And um, I always I have so many books in my li- personal library, hundreds, if not thousands, and I've honestly boxed up many and given them <laughs> over the years just because, yeah, as I've tried to, to do a little bit of cleaning out, I've had to give some away. But I know we have so much knowledge on a, at our fingertips. But anyway, as I was looking for a book, this one book popped out at me and I put it in my backpack. It's called The Four Agreements, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom, and it's a wisdom book. So when I got there, our hostess had put on our beds a journal and this very same book. And so when something shows up in my life um, multiple times, I usually think, okay, there's a message here that I need. What is it? And so as I've been reading through this book, um, yeah, it just it is a book of wisdom. I've thought you know, it's worth sharing. And just this morning, as I was pondering about this um, podcast today, the idea of this book came to my mind. So that's what I'm going to share today. Now, let me just give you a little bit of background. This is written by Don Miguel Ruiz. And in the four agreements is, this is what it says in the book, it reveals, he reveals the source of self-limiting beliefs that rob us of joy and create needless suffering based on ancient Toltec wisdom, the four agreements offer a powerful code of conduct that can rapidly transform our lives to a new experience of freedom, true happiness, and love. So Deepak Chopra says that Don Miguel Ruiz's book is a roadmap to enlightenment and freedom. And Wayne Dyer said that it's an inspiring book with many great lessons. So I'm going to share with you just a little bit of a summary of these. In fact, I'm going to Today, I'm going to talk about the first agreement, which is being impeccable with the word. And over the next three weeks, I'm going to share with you all four agreements. Um, So I'm going to summarize a little bit. Some I'll be taking right from the book and some will just be my commentary about it. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know which is which. But reading from the book, the first agreement is the most important one and also the most difficult one to honor. It is so important that with just this first agreement, you will be able to transcend to the level of existence I call heaven on earth. The first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. It sounds very simple, but it is very, very powerful. 
Why your word? Your word is the power that you have to create. Your word is the gift that comes directly from God. The gospel of John in the Bible, speaking of the creation of the universe says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. So this is Stacy speaking. You know, I was teaching one of my classes in my becoming course today. And this month we're focusing all about creation. And today I was talking about spiritual creation and I was using this exact verse, John 1, 1, and it, it didn't even come out of this book. It was just as I'd put together my notes and the, I just thought that was interesting. The first chapter, the first verse of John talks about the word. And if you understand the meaning of numbers, one, 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 all those, it's all about spiritual manifestation, spiritual awakening and enlightenment, and just the knowledge that our words create. I just think that whole thing is really powerful. And I, as I was reading this today, I'm like, yes, you reemphasize just what I had taught. So back into the book, it says, through the word, you express your creative power. It is through the word that you manifest everything, regardless of what language you speak. Your intent manifests through the word. What you dream, what you feel, and what you, what you really are will all be manifested through the word. So this is Stacy speaking. So we must be careful on how we use our words, because once we do, we are putting into motion creation, okay? Whether it be good or not great, right? The negative or the positive, we are creating the experience um, by what we see and say, which, which then affects what we, how we feel and what we do. That is the creation process. We spiritual, cre spiritually create by what we see and say and feel. And then the physical creation is by putting it into action. The word is not just a sound or written symbol. The word is a force. It is the power you have to express and communicate, to think, and thereby to create the events in your life. You can speak. What other animal on the planet can speak? The word is the most powerful tool you have as a human. It is such a powerful tool. It's like a sword with two edges. Your word can create the most beautiful dream or your word can destroy everything around you. One edge is the misuse of the word which creates a living hell. And the other edge is the impeccability of the word, which will only create beauty, love, and heaven on earth. Depending how it is used, the word can set you free or it can enslave you even more than you know. Light, the light that you possess is based on your word. Your word is pure light and the misuse of your word brings great darkness, okay? So, our words are powerful. Like you said, it just, it can change our lives. It can change people's, other people's lives that we speak about or speak to. So back to the book, he says, the word is so powerful that one word can change a life or destroy the lives of millions of people. Some years ago, one man in Germany, by the use of the word, manipulated a whole country of the most intelligent people. He led them into a world war with just the power of his word. He convinced others to commit the most atrocious acts of violence. He activated people's fear with the word. And like a big explosion, there was killing and war all around the world. All over the world, humans destroyed other humans because they were afraid of each other. Hitler's word based on fear generated beliefs and agreements. And those will be remembered for centuries. 
the human mind is like a fertile ground where seeds are continually being planted. The seeds are opinions and ideas and concepts. You plant a seed, a thought, and it grows. The word is like a seed and the human mind is so fertile. The only problem is that too often it is fertile for the seeds of fear. Every human mind is fertile, but only for those kinds of seeds that it is prepared for. What is important is to see which kind of seeds our mind is fertile for and to prepare it to receive the seeds of love. So take the example of Hitler. He sent out all those seeds of fear and they grew very strong and beautifully achieved massive destruction. Seeing the awesome power of the word, we must understand what power comes out of our mouths. One fear or doubt planted in our mind can create an endless drama of events. One word is so powerful and humans use the word. It's like darkness, um, thoughtlessly putting um, just chains around each other. So just understanding that we have the power, this is Daisy speaking, for good or ill by the words we speak. And often, you know, we as humans are living our lives through the beliefs that we formed, even as children, maybe by the words spoken by others. In this book, he talks about an example of a mother coming home. She was a very loving mother, worked so hard. She came home at just after a long, long day was so exhausted and tired and she had this beautiful daughter that she loved so much well the daughter was in her element and joy and singing and the mother just after you know that happening for quite a while she just kind of lost it and she told her to be quiet and that her voice was not beautiful and just to stop it and that <laughs> those words to that daughter changed everything she began to shut down her voice okay she she stopped singing she had a beautiful voice, but now she had a belief because her mind was fertile to accept what those words were, that she didn't have a good voice. So now she stopped singing, stopped using her voice and just understanding that her words are powerful for good or for ill. And the mother didn't mean to do that. I mean, we have, we, we're all human. We're going to go through experiences that we say things we don't mean or, you know, don't intend to hurt other people. But we do. And we're also the recipient of those types of words, whether it be family members or teachers or friends or whatever that um, form our beliefs because it's planted in our mind and we're choosing to accept it. Okay. So in the book, he talks about impeccability and what that means. Now, impeccability means without sin. Impeccable comes from the Latin peccatus, which means sin. and the M in impeccable means without. So that means without sin. So being impeccable is not, it's just being, you know, without sin, with being true to yourself, okay? Being impeccable is not going against yourself. When you're impeccable, you take responsibility for your actions, but you also don't judge or blame yourself. Um, being impeccable with your word is not using the word against yourself and sometimes we are the worst on ourselves i know over the years of going through some really challenging things you know i turned on myself i just i said words to myself that now i you know it brings me pain but i was in a place of great pain 
And um, I know the destruction that can happen if you're not careful with the words you speak. It's like putting in poison um, within ourselves. So in the book, he says, if I love myself, I will express that love in my interactions with you. And then I, I am being impeccable with the word because that action will produce a like reaction. If I love you, then you will love me. If I insult you, you will insult me. If I have gratitude for you, you will have gratitude for me. If I'm selfish with you, you will be selfish with me. If I use the word to put you know, power over you, you're going to use words you know, that are powerful to me. So being impeccable with your word is the correct use of your energy. It means you use your energy in the direction of truth and love for yourself, okay? For yourself and with, with others. The power of the word is completely misused. Okay, when we do that, we create a hell, okay? We use words to curse, to blame, to find guilt, or to destroy. He says in the book, of course, we also use it in the right way, but not often enough. Mostly we use the word to spread our personal poison, to express anger, or jealousy, envy, or hate. And um, man, we can see that in, we can see that. And we've seen it over the past several years in our country and the words that people are using and the, and the contention that follows, okay? We can, we can create a heaven or a hell with our words or misuse of our words. So yeah, you know, just being careful of what we say to ourselves, to other people, just knowing that that puts into motion creation. And if your mind is fertile for those words, it's going to accept them as beliefs. It's like creating this agreement. Okay. I believe this about myself because this was told to me. And often, you know, our work as adults so often is really overcoming and understanding those limiting beliefs that we have formed about ourselves or others and to break loose from them. That's like creating, um, you know, breaking loose of the bondage that we might be holding ourselves in or others and, um, and bringing more light, okay? So looking at our human interactions, he talks in this chapter all about gossip and the destructive um, element of gossip, which is pure poison. And what it does to people, okay? Gossiping, what it does and the energy it does when people are sharing, you know, this emotional poison and it's transferred along with opinions, okay? So he says in a book, gossiping has become the main form of communication in human society. It has become the way we feel close to each other because it makes us feel better to see someone else feel as badly as we do. There's an old expression that says, misery likes company and people who are suffering in hell don't want to be all alone. So, you know, using this analogy of the human mind, he talks about as a computer um, virus, okay? A computer virus is a piece of computer language written in the same language of all the other codes that are written in, but for the intent to harm. Okay. The code is inserted into the program of your computer when you least expect it. And most of the time without your awareness, after the code has been introduced, your computer doesn't work quite right. 
or it doesn't function at all because the codes get so mixed up with so many conflicting messages and it stops producing good results. And this is what he says in the book, what happens when we gossip or start talking about other people. And I'm sure you have felt this or witnessed it or experienced it. I know I have, and it can be painful and it just, it distorts, you know, the people's view and it's, it's harmful. It like puts this negative poison with other people and with who you're trying to um, injure. So he says that, imagine that every single time others gossip to you, they insert a computer virus into your mind causing you to think a little less clearly every time. So be aware, okay? Be aware that once again, we have to take ownership of everything. Is our mind fertile to receive what we're receiving? Like we have to discern. So now imagine this pattern going on in a never ending chain between all the humans on earth. The world is full of humans who can only read information through circuits that are clogged with a poisonous contagious virus. Once again, this poisonous virus um, is creating a lot of chaos. So be impeccable with your word and understand it forms creation and, and to bring it. We can either be destructive, it's like that one end of the sword, or it can bring light and bring heaven on earth. Okay. So we talk to ourselves constantly. It says this in the book. Most of the time we say things, you know, that aren't very positive. And they might be something negative like, I'm, look, I'm looking fat or I don't look good. I'm, I'm getting old. I look ugly. I'm losing my hair. Not smart enough. I'll never be good enough. I'm never going to be perfect. So do you see how we use the words against us? Okay. Going back, if you understand the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, you begin to see all the changes that can happen in your life. Changes first in the way you deal with yourself and later in the way that you deal with other people, especially those that you love the most. So just think about how many times your words have been destructive for other people. Okay. Um, have you planted poison even on your loved ones, the ones that we love the very most? Often our words can um, be so damaging, hurtful. So if we adopt that first agreement and become impeccable with our word, any emotional poison will eventually be cleaned from our mind and from our communications in our personal relationships, okay? Um, impeccability of the word will also give you immunity from anyone putting a negative, um, like negative words on you you will only receive a negative, negative idea if your mind is fertile for that, you know, fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is no longer fertile ground for words that come from that destruction and that destructive influence. Instead, it is fertile for the words that come from love, which is the high, one of the highest vibrating emotions you can measure the impeccability of your words by the level of love you have, starting with self-love. How much love do you have for yourself and how you feel about yourself? That's directly proportionate to the quality and integrity of your word. When you are impeccable with your word, you feel good and are in a happy place and you feel peace. 
He says in the book, you can transcend the dream of hell just by making the agreement to be impeccable with your word. Right now, I am planting the seed in your mind. Whether or not the seed grows depends upon how fertile your mind is for the seeds of love. It is up to you to make this agreement with yourself. I am impeccable with my word. Nurture this seed and it is, and as it grows in your mind, it will generate more seeds of love to, be re, to replace the seeds of fear. This first agreement will change the kind of seeds your mind is fertile for. So use your word to share love. Share light. Okay? We're on this earth to just, we're all, we're meant to be light bearers and to share the light. And it happens first with our word. Um, and it happens with how we treat ourselves and how much love we have within ourselves. So the author says it is, it is possible. Uh, he shares his experience. He says, it is possible because I did it and I am no better than you. No, we are exactly the same. We have the same kind of brain, the same kind of bodies. We are humans. If I was able to break those agreements and create new agreements, so he's talking about breaking the negative agreements or beliefs and create these new ones, then you can do the same. If I can be impeccable with my word, why not you? Just this one agreement can change your whole life. Impeccability of the word can lead you to personal freedom, to huge success and abundance. It can take away all fear and to transform it into joy and love. Just imagine what you can create with impeccability of the word. With the impeccability of the word, you can transcend the dream of fear and live a different life. You can live in heaven in the middle of thousands of people living in hell because you are immune to that hell. You can attain the kingdom of heaven from this one agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Okay, so our challenge for the week is to do just that, to be impeccable with our words. Be really a watcher of what we say, what we are implanting into both ourselves and to other people. Another really powerful thing that you can do is meditations, you know, affirmations, choosing new beliefs, new sentences, and um, yeah, saying them. What happens in our brain is we repeat, we over and over to create new neural pathways and create new beliefs. So being very careful on the words we speak, because that puts into motion creation. And just as God created with a word, we are creating and which path are we creating are going down, creating something beautiful, really bringing down heaven to earth right now, or creating the hell that we are living in. And it starts with the word. Okay, my friends, thank you for letting me share this today. And next, our next um, podcast is going to go over the second agreement which is don't take anything personally. There's so many good nuggets in this book. So I'm excited to share that with you next week. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, I invite you to go check out my Becoming program. It's my monthly mentoring membership where we take this information and we dive deep. Becoming is all about transformation, just like a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly. That is what we are doing in this program when we take our monthly topics and we dive deep. We do coaching. We do accountability circles. We do 90-day goals. We have a planner where you are doing your Becoming Creation Cycle daily choosing new thoughts, creating new emotions to create different outcomes. So definitely go to stacyharmer.com backslash becoming, and we'd love to see you on the inside.